Hi, I'm Chiara Albertani and you're very welcome to my podcast Behind the Series. Hello everyone and welcome to this third episode of Behind the Series podcast. This time I went behind the scenes of a BBC crime gangster drama set in the streets of post-war Birmingham that sees the rise of the Shelby family. Of course, I'm talking about the TV series Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders was created by Stephen Knight and premiered on BBC Two on September 2013 and it immediately had a big success. Now it counts five seasons and, according to some rumors, more seasons are on their way. The series tells the story of the Shelby family, a gang loosely based on a real youth gang active in Birmingham until the late 1920s. During the five seasons, we see how the family progressively builds its empire in England and abroad. Killian Murphy, who also starred in movies like The Wind That Shakes the Barley and Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, interprets the main character Tommy Shelby, that he is the gangster leader, with Helen McCrory as Tommy's aunt Polly and Paul Anderson as Tommy's brother, that is Arthur Shelby. In an interview, the creator Stephen Knight tells about how he came up with the idea for this TV series. He reveals that all his family was from Birmingham and his father was a blacksmith. And this city had a huge influence on his life. He grew up listening to the stories his mom and dad told him about growing up there. And his mom was a bookies runner when she was only eight or nine years old. She used to go down the streets with basket of washing and people would wrap their steak with the name of the horse and their code name on it. And then she would go down to the bookies and lay the washing basket on the desk and the person there would then take all the cash. Moreover, Knight said that all his dad's uncles were Sheldons, who were also known as the Peaky Blinders. And after that, there were other gangs like the Birmingham Boys. And he said that there were those gangs everywhere, but hearing those stories from his parents from when they were kids was something special because they mythologized those people. But who were the Peaky Blinders? They were an urban street gang based in Birmingham and they grew out of the harsh economic deprivation of working class and the group was composed largely of young men of lower to middle classes. They derived their social power from robbery, violence, illegal bookmaking and control of gambling. The author Stephen Knight feels the TV series very close to him and although it doesn't paint Birmingham in a very good light, people seem to love it. He says that people still go to the Garrison pub, that is the pub shown in the series, and they still take pictures of it. There is a glamour about it that people respond to, he said. You know, it's like a bit removed from reality and that's why people still go to it. Knight had always wanted to write about Peaky Blinders and in an interview he did in 2018, he said that at first he brought it to Channel 4 about 20 years earlier. And he said that they were very interested in making it, but they never did it because they didn't have the technology to make it right. So after that, Knight started making films and forgot all about it. But then he said that at a certain moment he felt like the time was right and brought his project to the BBC. You were listening to Behind the Series podcast with Chiara Albertani. Casting was fundamental for the success of Peaky Blinders. 
Knight in an interview said that he was lucky to have actors that were his first choice. And he said that there were loads of people who wanted to take part in the show, but he didn't want to make a sort of spot the celebrity show. So, as we said, Tommy Shelby is interpreted by Killian Murphy, and he is the leader of the Shelby family. At the start of season one, we get to know him little by little. We understand that he was a soldier who served in World War I, and he came home devastated from that. Like him, many of his friends had the same experience. Often he had those hallucinations that bring him back when he was fighting on the fields of France, and he keeps seeing all the horrifying things that he experienced during the war. And that is because when the soldiers came back from the war, they were just spat back into society with no help. So what Tommy does is transforming his trauma into a relentless ambition. He could have died at war at any point, he's not afraid of death, he's fearless and to encounter him as an enemy is pretty scary because of that. And the pre-war Tommy smiled a lot, he was very romantic, but after that it's like he's living in a shell emotionally and sometimes the shell breaks but not completely. The way Tommy operates is smart people make the decisions and the less smart people carry them out. And in his eyes his own Polly and him are the smart ones. They make the strategies and they are carried out by other members of the family. But his ultimate goal is to protect his family and the audience can relate to that. Family is in fact a great topos in the TV series. Tommy would do anything for his family, especially for Polly. The relationship between the two characters is very interesting. It is fantastic and complex. To him she is like a mother figure, but also sometimes it feels like they are like brothers and sisters. She is the woman that Tommy trusts the most in the world, so there is a lot of tension between the two and she is always smarter than him. So there is always this push and pull relationship. She sees in him recklessness, but also ambition and strategic mind. Moreover, there is this protective nature that Tommy has towards Polly. In each season, Stephen Knight takes the audience to different places, recreating the stories from the past, using a new perspective. What is also new with the TV series is dealing with the rising of working class in Birmingham at that time. No other TV series had done that before, and what Knight does is representing the important role that women had during that period. Peaky Blinders has been described as dark and mesmerizing, and if you think of the TV series, there is one thing that immediately comes to mind. That is the look of the characters, and especially their haircut. The producer explains that the haircut is so peculiar because it was the typical haircut of soldiers living in the trenches. As a matter of fact, soldiers had to shave their head to the back of their neck to avoid getting lice. So the producers wanted to create a specific look, and in an interview, the hair and makeup designer, Los Schiavo, said that the book they used as reference for the haircut was Crooks Like Us by Peter Doyle, because there are many photos of real people on that, and thanks to them, they could make the characters look like them. And for the actors, those haircuts were very freaky at first, because after finishing filming the show, they would go back to their normal lives and everybody would stare at them. But nowadays those hairstyles are more common. Behind the series podcast with Cara Albertani. The show has been celebrated all over the world for its writing, visuals and stylish cinematography. 
It wasn't filmed in Birmingham, as many might think, but in Yorkshire, Manchester and Liverpool. And that is because Birmingham doesn't have any of those housing stocks left anymore. Stephen Knight said that when you are working on something, you always have to take into consideration the kind of budget you have. Sometimes the smaller the budget, the more creative the show can be. And that's what brought Peaky Blinders to its success. The author says that this show is very close to him because it contains all the stories that his parents were telling him when he was a kid. And he is surprised that his show is having a big success internationally. Peaky Blinders was brought to the US by Netflix and there the show found a very keen admirer. I'm talking about Snoop Dogg. Some believe the gang's name comes from the fact that the Peaky Blinders carried a hat with razor blades sewed inside their hat as a weapon. But not everyone agrees with the theory. Some historians believe that the name simply came from the gang's flat caps with stiff peaks. And that they mainly committed violence by way of their metal-tipped boots, belt buckles and knives. If you watch the show, you might also notice the strong Birmingham accent of the characters. Sam Neill, who plays Belfast detective Chester Campbell in season 1, was born in Northern Ireland but moved then to New Zealand when he was 7 years old. In an interview he said, The producer said not to have too strong an accent because we need to be understood, but the Northern Ireland accent is very challenging. Also, actress Helen McCrory, who plays Polly, said that she learned how to speak with a Birmingham accent by watching endless clips of Ozzy Osbourne, who is one of the English city's famous natives. And Killian Murphy, meanwhile, learned the accent on quite a drunken Saturday with night at the Real Garrison pub. The producers of Peaky Blinders decided not to hire any linguistic consultants to work on the show. And this was a controversial move because without any experts around to set the record straight, the Gypsy characters have been speaking in broken Romanian for the whole series, as opposed to the actual language they speak, Romani. Still, Killian Murphy was committing to getting it right. He spent some time with actual Romani gypsies in Birmingham when the series creator Stephen Knight took him down there, so that he could prepare for the role of Romani descendant Tommy Shelby. There are also some moral issues raised in the TV series. Above all, loyalty. Loyalty to family and to all the members. But the way they operate is quite questionable. In fact, they hold and expand their system through violence. And the audience sees this struggle protect the family by killing enemies and competitors. And once again, the audience see that, nevertheless, they root for them. And that is because we've seen the depths built around Tommy Shelby and all the other characters. We see their suffering and what they strive for. And of course, we want them to reach their goals. So all these social and moral questions raised by the Peaky Blinders are very thought-provoking and I think they really aim at creating and stimulating discussion among the audience. So that's it again for this third episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and come back next week because I have a treat for you. Thank you for listening to Behind the Series podcast.